What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Hello, hello, good afternoon. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of He Said, Ella Dijo. This is episode what? I have no idea. So many, right? No idea. So grateful that we have uh, listeners, new listeners, old listeners that are sticking with us. This has been a lot of fun. So thank you. Thank you. You Gracias. just got back in town. You were gone. And I, I think... I was gone. You know, it's, we had some guy time, which was kind of cool. And you had some girl time, which was kind of cool. I think uh, doing these little trips is a good idea. Having mommy daughter time and father son time and... and uh, it's something that we've never we've never really done that before. I did, this is my Split second time with Sabella. I did it with Sebi to Florida to visit her godmother. This time because I went back to Miami to work, and that's where godmother is, uh, Matiti. That's how she calls Siona. Um, she went back what for was a it? What second. Was the first time you did it. 
to meet Siona Rose. No, I know, but Dylan was there. We never split no. the kids apart. No, 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 because I stayed, yeah, I stayed with Siona, uh, I stayed at their house. Remember, I stayed with Sebi for three days at their house. It was like maybe, she was a baby baby, maybe two years ago, me and, me and Sabella oh, went I to meet. Dylan went there. No, no, Dylan didn't go. It was just me and Sebi, and now this time me and Sebi, for work, but um, Sebi spent most of her time with Matiti and the baby and Francio and with family. They're like family. She's like my sister. And it was amazing. I had the craziest, not the craziest, I had the most productive conversations with my daughter. It was truly unbelievable. I am overwhelmed about how much she knows, how progressive. <laughs> Listen, what was, one thing that was is. cool, she, she talked about the homeless issue we have in uh in los angeles and she feels bad for them and but she also understands it's a problem and she wants to know why or how it's not being fixed what's the issue mm -hmm. and you gave her great advice to write the uh the mayor which i think is great and she might actually do that yeah, i hope she, she does she wants to write a letter to the mayor so you know megan Mar markle did that when she was young and she even got a response. So it's possible, Seb, you know, be proactive. And if you really have a situation, um, <laughs> sorry guys, I'm just reading something. Um, if, if it really affects you, because she's like really affected by the homelessness situation and homeless people. And she's asking me, what do you do in life to end up like that? It was pretty pretty deep and incredible the conversation we had and then we talked about so many things so it was a much needed time between mommy and and, and sebi and it was so productive and i loved every se second of it i have to go back six more times i'm flying weekly to miami to, to do this mira quien baila. Mira, did, did we say that i'm did doing say, that did did I say, it say, it? say it again mira quien baila. Mira quien baila. Yeah, muy bien. Look who's dancing. It's the Hispanic version of Dancing with the Stars. Same producers and everything. And it's amazing. It's the same producers? It's end, I believe it's Endemo, the company, oh, wow. doing wow. it in Spanish. Maybe uh, am I making that up? Anyways, I am the the head judge. I am one of the judges with Paulina the... Rubio and Isaac Hernandez. Yeah, season? yeah, I produce as well. And it's been so far, so good. We have the first. So far, so good. You were there for two days. I know, but we did the promos and we did pictures and we were able to hang out, all the judges, and it was beautiful. I love Paulina. I've known Paulina for, for many, many years. And Isaac is the number one ballet dancer in Mexico, to be honest with you. And now he is a soloist at the British Ballet and the guy is exquisite. So it is going to be a good season. I'm excited, but I'm flying back and forth like crazy. And I told Sebi, you can come with me every single time. That was one of our compromises, by the way. And it's actually, it actually worked. We learned how to compromise. This is a big step for us guys with work and compromise. She said, I have this opportunity. Are you okay with it? Well, she didn't really ask if I was okay with it because I think she would have done it either way. But she approached me, which was good, which reduced the arguing with a solution versus me having to come up with a solution that she would travel back and forth every week. So, um, well done. We're making progress, thanks to He Said Adio. You know that Paulina said to me, I guess she was the judge of The Voice in Spain. Like, The Voice has uh, the same thing um, in Spain. So she was one of the judges, and she did it for four seasons, four years, and she flew weekly from Spain to Miami because she wanted to make sure that she has two kids. Um, I think it's 12 and 8, or 14 and eight, 
So she wanted to make sure that she was there for the kids. She's like, I did it for four years. It was See? crazy. Sacrifices. Yeah, I do them all the time. Yeah, I know. I was, I was in Puerto Rico like crazy, and now I'm here in Miami. It's a good example. See, I mean, you're not, to, my point is, you're not alone. I'm not alone. I need to get a gig in LA. Um, so what do you think about, I think this is actually pretty cool. Rihanna is doing the halftime show at Super Bowl. First of all, I thought she like retired from music. So this is a big deal. She's going to do it for fun. But she's a billionaire. She can do whatever she wants. No, but it's you know, incredible. You, that's such an incredible accomplishment uh, for any artist to do their is. halftime. So you'll get out of retirement to do it. I know. I, I Listen, I think she's going to blow amazing. it out of that. Yeah, gonna, she she's going to kill it. She's going to be amazing. Um, but how cool is that? You, you become a billionaire. You've retired from music. Music business kind of, my understanding is, you know, is, is a brutal business. Mm -hmm. And she... Uh, wasn't happy with the way things were going down. She retires, becomes a billionaire in her own right with her Fenty beauty. Fenty, I know. And then now she's like, yeah, I'll go do the Super Bowl, one of the biggest shows on the planet. And sure, <laughs> it's amazing. Awesome. Kudos to her. When is the Super Bowl? I love that. I don't know the exact- First week uh, of January, I think, right? Yeah, it's like first or second. Yeah. But that's going to be dope. Good for her. I wonder how, how many artists, if she's going to bring other guest stars, you know, like other artists to join know. her if it's just her. Um, they always bring somebody. I wonder if they ask her to bring somebody else like they did to J-Lo uh, and Shakira, you know? I guess J-Lo wasn't enough and Shakira wasn't enough, so they had to put them together to be able to have a Latino extravaganza. I wonder if they're going to ask Rihanna, you know what, Rihanna, you need a second act. Otherwise, this is not going to fly. You're, you're a little edgy right now. This is the topic. bullshit that we deal with. As Latinos. As Latinos, yeah. Agree, agree. Crazy. Um, switching gears, um, I'm, okay, Let's talk. The Rolling Stone magazine just com compiled their list of best 100 TV shows ever. Before I go into that a little bit, why did you tune out? I w I'm watching The Offer. First of all, I never thought I'd get another subscription to something, but I, I subscribed to Paramount Plus, maybe just briefly, but to watch The Offer, which is about the making of The Godfather. Holy. I was bored out of my mind. What are you talking about? This is a fascinating story. You know what? How, no, what happened how was how big of a Eric, movie that is, and how I know, difficult it was to get do, made. Do you realize that I just flew from Miami and I, I was three hours ahead for four days? So by ten p.m. LA time, I I was like, I I'm dying. I need to go to bed. I was exhausted, so I couldn't continue watching. I'm sorry. It's a great. It's a. It's actually a pretty great show. Um, the drama to get that movie made which we all know is one of the you know a great movie and just one of the best you know mob films but that was the thing they did not they had to they had to go a different direction and not make it about a not make it a mob movie that was what the driving force was the mob actually got involved the colombo family and said you need to remove the word mafia anywhere in the script and when they, because the book kind of prefaced it as it was a mafia family in a sense, but it really was just about an, it was an immigrant story about an Italian American family and the struggles that everybody could face in an, you know, as, a, as an immigrant in this country. And it just happened to be, you know, peppered in with the backdrop of the mob. So the mob was okay with it as long as it didn't use the word mafia anywhere in the script. And Giovanni Ribisi plays who? Plays Colombo. Who's Colombo? The, the head of the Colombo family, the, the main guy. The main mobster. He's changing his voice. He gained a Amazing. lot of weight and changed his voice. He's completely. doing a great job. Yeah. He's one of the best things in the whole in the whole. Uh, you know, series. I didn't know Mike Teller. That's his name, Mike Miles Teller. Miles Teller had such a deep voice. His voice is very, very, very deep very voice. Deep. Very I deep was voice. like, oh my god. Um, but they're killing it. Everybody, Juno Temple's in it. Who we love from uh, the Ted Lasso. Yeah. 
so what are the shows that Rolling Stone uh, picked? Well, I was really excited to talk about this. Jeez, yeah, but nobody cares about the what offer. What do you mean nobody cares? I mean, our listeners might care. They might want to go see the, or listen, watch the offer. What the heck, man? You said it already. All right, Rolling Stone magazine. Let me see which of any of these things that we've actually seen that are there, the top 10 of the 100 shows. Sopranos, I never watched. Speaking of uh, Bob's. Some, some episodes. I never watched an episode of The Sopranos. The Simpsons. Never. Maybe season one. Breaking Bad. Never. I've actually never seen it. Me neither. The Wire. Never. I've never seen it. Fleabag. Fleabag. We saw, we saw, we saw season episodes. one. Seinfeld a lot. Seinfeld amazing. Incredible. Mad Men. Never, never. watched. Cheers. Um, fantastic. Atlanta. Never. Never watched Atlanta. Mary Tyler Moore Show. Never watched. Were you too young so, for that? So. But wait, where's Fantasy Island if you're mates without a are trace of the rookie? Are you joking? Where are those shows? People love those shows. In the top 100 of all time? Are you kidding me? Why not? That's a, are you joking, right? No. <laughs> oh my God. That's how out of touch. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we love our shows. You're not proud we're of the very, rookie? We're very, we just, first of all, you just listed all of the shows you've done and then you threw in the rookie afterwards. <laughs> well, what else have um, you done? What else have I done? <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm joking. What the, That's incredible. As a series regular? Oh, you're right. Which is a reason. Does it count? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, people love which is a quite a few shows that were can't Viva Laughlin only did two episodes where it canceled. Nobody knows Viva Laughlin. Um, Anyway, The Mentalist. Yeah, GC. Oh, brothers all and shows. sisters. Yeah, all these shows, but none of them are top ten of all time. <laughs> brothers and sisters was an amazing show. Not even near a top ten of all time. Okay, not whatever. even near. Well, listen, like, I Game, vouch, of, Game of Thrones. I should be in the top ten. Horrible. What are, you, are you kidding me? I vouch for Fantasy Island. That's insane. Game, wow. Game of Thrones should be in the top 10. Ted Lasso's too new, I understand. Uh, but succession. The, but Atlanta, succession, succession should be in the top 10. We should watch Atlanta. Um, you know what I saw yesterday? What we do in the shadows should be in the top 10. The guys, Vampire oh my show. God, you give me a break. It's amazing. Um, I saw a documentary, a Whitney Houston documentary while I was flying, going there. I, I don't remember the name. Oh my God, Eric Winter. It's unbelievable, that life, that story. Um, What's the pro oh? I mean, her life, her story, of her life, and and just the demise of the you know the drug addiction and how it took over and and how um, I'm not gonna talk bad about Bobby Brown because it's not my my place to do that. But you know, it's so sad when when two people are just a bad combination. People are toxic for each other. Some exactly. people they just so don't they maybe don't help the cause separately. And clearly, listen, he remarried and he's doing great. But together, it was just not a good equation. Um, and it's just so sad. And the little girl, and um, I, it broke my heart. I mean, clearly you think I'm toxic in your, in your life. You think I'm a dream popper. Why, so. why do you say that? You think I pop all your dreams? You do. But Meanwhile, you, you have the claw and you're holding me down. But you're not toxic. I will never say that you're toxic. <laughs> but you do pop dreams. That's for sure. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready that, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 
Oh, hi, friends. It's Hillary. Joy. And Sophia. And we are your drama queens. We are going on tour. And we are so excited to announce that we will be live streaming our New York stop of the tour on October 20th at 5 p.m. We have guests Barbara Allen Woods, Daphne Zuniga, Tyler Hilton, and Matt Barr. That's right. If you live stream the show, you will get to see the guests from both New York City shows right in your own home. Amazing. It's amazing. So get your tickets now at dramaqueensoth.com and we will see you on October 20th. Woman gifted a bottle of champagne for a one-year-old... Birthday. What? Woman gifted a bottle of champagne for a one-year-old's birthday party and divided and, and divided the internet. Why is this such a problem? It's not a problem. She gave to the, 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 the parents, I'm assuming, right? Well, a, a woman named Phoebe, uh, well, I won't say her name, but was invited to her friend's kid's first birthday party. Instead of spending money on a gift for the baby, she decided to give the baby's parents a nice bottle of champagne. She posted on TikTok explaining her reasoning and followers, and da, 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 and it's a fair thing to do. And while most comments agreed that it was a nice gift, a lot of people had issues with this. I don't understand the issue. No, they always fine. say that the first year birthday is really a celebration for the parents because you made it that far and you didn't lose your minds because it's tough in the first year. At least that's what I've always heard. But you're celebrating the one year, you know, birth, you know, birthday of this of this beautiful being that came into the world, but I think the parents also deserve a lot of credit. It's hard, especially if it's your first kid. You don't remember feeling overwhelmed with the first kid for the first year? Of course, super, super overwhelmed. So pop a bottle of champagne and celebrate. We were in Atlanta because I was shooting Devious and and we invited so many people. So many people flew to Atlanta, Eric, for Sabella's first birthday. But we did a little petting zoo and everything and she got so sick. Everybody enjoyed her birthday but her. Remember that? Yes, that was horrible. Was so By the sad. way, we got gifted a bottle of champagne. By who? Bev. Oh, Bev, you're right. Yeah, you gave a bottle of champagne. Bev, Dania's husband. Yeah, you're right. I got no problem with that. So he knew, he knew. I thought it was amazing. So listen, let me ask you something. I, and, um, I wonder if it would... Sabella asked me, I'm going to go back to Sebi's conversation with me and homelessness. So Sebi asked me... That was me, a weird switch. I know. No, we just, I'm just I'm curious to, to see what would, have, what would have been your response. It just, says, it just says, Dad, can you explain to me why somebody... What do you do in life to end up in the streets? What would have been your response? It's kind of what you alluded to. There's so many different factors, um, you know, economy shifting, people getting fired, not being able to pick themselves back up. You have mental health, you have drug addiction, you have uh, poor choices just given someone's upbringing. There's so many factors, I think, that contribute to someone being homeless. And you kind of answered it that way. I don't think we can put one, you know, put a finger on something. It's a, it's a horrible situation. You wish it upon nobody, especially if they start as homeless children. Um, which happens a lot. And then they have to, you know, they're street kids that grow up. Oh my God. That's horrific. Um, but I think as adults, I mean, look, you answered it the right way. It's a tough, tough thing to, there's no one way to answer it, but it is um, often just bad choices. It's often mental health and it's often um, the environment, the circumstances with uh, jobs and et cetera. I told you that one time I, I, I was so, I, I was working, we were filming on The Rookie and we were in downtown LA right across the street from City Hall. And I wish, and I, maybe I'm repeating the story, but I wish I would have had my wallet because I would have given this guy a hundred dollars. He was in a tent right across from City Hall, got out of the tent, fully dressed for work with his hat, his little work polo and his, and his khakis zipped up his tent, had a backpack and he knows like, okay, this is my, my life is in that tent. So I'm going to walk myself to work now and leave all my belongings there. I'm assuming they look out for each other. And my man was headed into work. 
It's incredible. So that's a person that's just been dealt some really difficult circumstances mm-hmm. because he didn't look like he was on drugs. I could be wrong, but it didn't look that way. He was going to work. So I can't say he wasn't trying to make a dollar. He was hustling, trying to work. I think it was like a fast food restaurant is what I kind of recognize with the the hat. And I told her, I said, listen, Seb, if you are so concerned and clearly you have some compassion, so I'm like, I don't know, it really affects you. And from now on, um, when you see one, you know, if it touches your heart, let me know and we let's buy some food and give them some food and an envelope with some money. And she's like, yeah, but what if they don't like it? What if they attacked us? And they're not going to do that. You know, 99% of the time, they're going to be very appreciative. Um, so if you feel, really feel compelled to do that, let's do it. You don't have to be afraid, you know? Um, so let's see what happens. I was like really, really touched. And I'm going to talk about this um, anti-inflammatory thing that you're doing. Eric is basically what? not eating. I'm not, what are you talking about? I'm not eating. <laughs> I weighed myself this morning. I'm Somebody recommended an anti-inflammatory diet. You're already looking diet. skinnier. No, it's a shirt I'm wearing because it's baggier. I'm not, I have no different in, in, I weighed myself this morning. Okay. Are you kidding me? I'm already looking skinnier. That's impossible. It's, because you, is inflammation may, makes you look bigger. So you're, is an anti-inflammatory. I already see how you're like I've less done, inflamed. Rosalind, I've done it for less than 24 hours. Oh. <laughs> no, you haven't. I didn't start until basically Monday morning. So about oh. 24 hours. So now. you already look less inflamed. I oh want to do it too. Gosh. So you're basically First of all, eating- I'm only eating meat, which you'll never do. No, you're not. You're eating fish. No, you're eating fish, eggs. Fish, blech, eggs, blech. chicken. So it has to be wild caught fish has to be um, grass-fed, organic, you know, no hor- no added hormones, steak, um, or meat. And then same with poultry, right? And you can have egg, you can have berries, which is interesting. It's the only fruit you can have is any kind of berry. Because it's an antioxidant? I, I wonder guess. why. And then you can have um, avocado. And then with that, taking fish oil supplements, every morning I have to drink 24 ounces of water with lemon and a little bit, three pinches of salt. And I have to drink basically two and a half liters of water on top of that. I'm allowed one cup of coffee and some tea throughout There's the day. There's no, nothing anti-inflammatory about drinking coffee. So no, that one right cup there, if you it drink doesn't coffee. matter. You shouldn't do but it. Th- I know, but you can have tea. You can have green tea or black tea. Mm. But I've had one cup of t- coffee just for some energy. I don't know. Who told you this? A uh, doctor uh, yeah. or just a trainer? No, a very good physical therapist. That's very a very high level physical therapist. Okay. And I think it's so a maybe, fantastic. Maybe I'll do it uh, next I mean, look, time because I'm always is, inflamed. The problem is I will probably start to lose weight, mm-hmm. but it's also a good test like for shredding up. If you have to do it in a blink, I'm sure you could, you know, burn fat the right way, but I'm not, I, it's supposed to be for three weeks. I don't think I can do three weeks. No way. I think I'll wither away. Well, I cannot wait to eat my tuna salad full of um, avocado and not avocado, mayo and all this stuff that is going to inflame me. Good. So don't complain. Okay. All right. Till next time. Love you. Bye. It's been real. Love you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think. If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at Iset Ella Dijo or send us an email, Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. Iset Ella Dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. See you next time. Bye. 
diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math and Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers, all that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 